Satan is the great mind blinder and deceiver of souls. That is the message I have for you today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to begin this message with a passage from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4 reads as follows, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. That is a powerful passage of scripture, ladies and gentlemen. You know, as I speak, I, I must tell you that the majority of the world, and I'm, I'm talking most people alive today in the world, folks, are living in deception. The gospel of Jesus Christ is hid. They, they don't understand the gospel. They're lost. They're, they're on the broad road to destruction. They are on the broad road to hell. If you're a born-again believer, you know I'm telling you the uh, truth today. You know it by the Spirit of God that is in you. So it tells us here in that passage of Scripture, it says, The God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Who is the God of this world? It is Satan. It's the devil. So the devil blinds the minds of people all over the world, ladies and gentlemen, every part of this world, every continent, okay? The majority of people have their minds blinded to the truth of the gospel that can set them free. Don't ever forget what I told you. That is the truth. So uh, lest the light of this glorious gospel of Christ, this is Jesus Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. This is why we, we share the gospel with people, ladies and gentlemen. You preach the word, you're sowing the seed, okay? And, 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 and you're praying, hopefully, the seed of uh, that word, ladies and gentlemen, will, will be received properly into the heart that they might be saved, that they might be uh, born again, of the spirit. That's what happened to me, folks. So before I got saved, I was amongst the multitudes of billions of souls within this world of ours who had my mind blinded. Oh, yes. My mind was blinded to the truth of the gospel. When I was born again, it was like an inner light was turned on from above. Glory to God. You know, it's like, folks, if you have a a lamp in your room. In fact, I'm looking at a lamp in my uh, room right now. It's it's on, okay? But if I were to pull the plug, uh, there would be no light. It, the light would go out because it's receiving electricity from the outlet. It's plugged in. So when you don't have power, uh, you have no lights. That's, that's what happens when there's a blackout. All your lights go out. So uh, the people who are unsaved, they're not connected to the power that they need. You, do you understand that? They don't, they're devoid of the Holy Spirit. And, and they walk through this life just as I did. You just please your flesh. You do what you want to do when you want to do it. And, and you just live for the things of this world. Uh, you know, and you, you might hear a person preaching the gospel, and but your mind is blind. You, you, you might not receive what they're saying, do you see? So God is wooing people constantly to himself. So uh, that's why uh, I tell people you must be born again. So 
Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the Son of God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the first and the last, okay? And salvation is found only in him. So Satan knows that he, he blinds the minds so that you would not know or receive the truth concerning the person of Jesus Christ. That's how it was with me, as I said, folks. Growing up as a Roman Catholic, religious, but lost. Religious, but on my way to hell. Until I understood the truth of the gospel, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. So, you know, the Bible also talks about, um, you know, the Jewish people and how their minds are blinded. The Apostle Paul said this in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 3, verses 14 to 17. He said this, But their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty or freedom. So, you know, when you preach to the Jewish people, you have to remember, you know, they have the scriptures, they read the Old Testament, not all of them, but uh, the religious uh, Jewish people, but their, their mind is still blinded because they don't receive Jesus Christ. It says, uh, when, when Moses is read, meaning the, the Old Testament, uh, the, the books of the Old Testament, you know, the first five books, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. And when they read their Torah, there, there's a spiritual veil, ladies and gentlemen, upon their heart. Uh, it can only be removed when they turn to the Lord. That's why we preach Christ. So this gospel's for both Jew and Gentile. You know, it's amazing to me why uh, you never hear the preaching from the pulpit to the Jewish people. You see what I'm saying? They need the gospel. Don't assume that they're okay as some preach that they're okay without Christ. They are not. Absolutely. So the spiritual veil is upon their heart. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's what uh, the Apostle Paul was talking about. Keep in mind that that same veil was upon his heart. He, he was a persecutor of Christians. He was a Christian killer. I mean, he went after Christians until that veil was removed. Oh, yes. So um, keep that in mind. Let's look at 1 John chapter 5, verses 10 to 12. It says, He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself, he that believeth not God, hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record, or testimony, that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. So we see, ladies and gentlemen, eternal life is found in the Son of God. We're talking about Jesus Christ. So the, the people in the world, the majority, as I said, I'm talking billions of souls, folks. As I speak, people are dying in their sins by the multitudes, and they're perishing. Folks, they're, they're, they're going to spend eternity in the lake of fire. That's what we're talking about. This is serious stuff. This is not a joke. So... Uh, if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you don't have eternal life in him. 
You reject him. You're making God a liar because you're not receiving the testimony that God gave of his son. Oh, yes. Now, keep that in mind. I, I said it before, folks. You know, the people of Islam, the, the Muslim people, they don't even believe that God has a son. So how could they possibly be saved? They reject God having a son. Okay? Uh, how could they have eternal life? No way. The Jewish people, the people of Judaism, they don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God either. They don't, ladies and gentlemen. They don't receive him as Lord. They don't receive him as Messiah. So uh, that's something else to keep in mind. I mean, uh, they did not believe in the deity of Jesus Christ. My, oh, my. Look, look, look at this passage of Scripture from John chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. It says, And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, My father worketh hitherto or up until now, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. So, I mean, it couldn't be any clearer, ladies and gentlemen. They, they absolutely rejected the notion that Jesus Christ could be the Son of God. And they wanted to kill him. It says right here. I mean, is it any clearer? We're going to kill you. Be because, not only because he broke the Sabbath. You know, Jesus used to do miracles on the Sabbath and so on. And... Uh, here, here it says, we're not, we don't want to kill you only because of that. We want to kill you because you're saying that God is your father. Right there in the scriptures, folks. You, by the way, you know, I'm telling you, you, you never hear this from your pulpit. So this is the word of God, folks. This is what you need to hear. So keep that in mind. So, you know, the scriptures, they're read in the Jewish synagogues every Sabbath day. But the people within those same Jewish synagogues completely miss what the prophets have already said. So the word of salvation in Jesus Christ is despised. It's ignored even until this day. Look at this Acts chapter 13, verses 26 to 27. It says, Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you feareth God to you is the word of this salvation sent. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. Powerful passage, ladies and gentlemen. So he's talking uh, here to the children of Israel, the stock of Abraham. And he's saying, this, this word of salvation is sent to you guys. Okay? Uh, all of these people. It says, but those dwelling at Jerusalem and their rulers, this is their leaders, this is the rabbis, ladies and gentlemen, they didn't know him. They didn't know the voices of the prophets. So, so if they would have understood, if they would have uh, humbled themselves before God, okay, they would have understood, ladies and gentlemen, that the very scriptures, the prophecies, prophesied of Jesus Christ, and they would have received him gladly. So the scripture tells us here in Acts chapter 13 that they didn't understand the voices of their own prophets. That's exactly what that means, ladies and gentlemen. So um, look at what Jesus said here in John chapter 5 when he spoke to the religious Jewish people of his day. Chapter 5, verses 39 to 43, he said to them, Search the scriptures, for in them ye think 
ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that ye might have life. I receive not honor from men, but I know you, that ye have not the love of God in you. I am come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. What a rebuke from uh, Jesus Christ to, to his own Jewish people. He says, look guys, you think you have eternal life. You know, they had the scriptures he, he said, search them. Go search the scriptures. You're going to find out they testify of me. But you won't come to me. Oh, man, what a rebuke. He says, I'm coming in my Father's name, and you won't, you won't receive me. If another come in his own name, him you will receive. So that's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just close it out here with 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. This is good news, folks. It says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So it is the deal. Let's, uh, you know, the, the question is, have you ever been redeemed? Don't forget, we're talking about. Uh, People who have their minds blinded by Satan, the great deceiver of souls. So there's a good chance if you're listening to this message today that you are still one of his. You're still in darkness. Your mind is blinded. But I'm sowing a seed, the truth of God's word to you today, that, that, that the shackles and chains might be removed, and that you could uh, know that you might have your soul redeemed because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. That's why it's called the precious blood of Christ, as of, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He was the fulfillment of the animal sacrifices in the Old Testament. We're talking about the Passover too, the Passover fulfillment. It's ultimately fulfilled in Jesus Christ. That's why it says a lamb without blemish and without spot. Christ was without blemish. He had no sin. That's what that's talking about. No sin without spot. The only one, ladies and gentlemen, that can save your soul. Oh, yes. So if, if today you're listening and your mind is still blinded by Satan, the great deceiver of souls, today can be the day of your salvation. You can call upon the Lord and ask him to save your soul, wash you with that precious blood. He'll wash away your sins. So that's the word for you today, folks. And once again, I encourage you to have a great day in the Lord Jesus Christ.